one. It's, it's when you do the pause and you think about what's coming next that kind of screws up the countdown. Oh. Uh, five, uh, four. No, it works. It'll be two. fine. I'm sure it'll sink. No, two. it's going to sink. It's going to, it's done. We're done. Let's We're say, done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep saying two. Two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Me too. That's a lot of <laughs> what's going to end up happening. Sure. All right. Yeah. All right. Ready. I, I think we're just going to go. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't remember if there's an intro or a cold no, open. No, no intro. No, none. No, I understand what you want. You'd like just an, <laughs> an outro and drive safe, everybody. <laughs> That's how it's fun. This is, this is the Christmas special, by the way, Adam. Okay. Episode. Christmas miracle. T- 12, 13, 14, 15. I think it's number 13. Okay. Lucky number. Does that sound right? It sounds like um, 12 too many. Okay, great. I mean, sure. <laughs> I think it's 13. I think it's 13. It must be 13. I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, 11, 12, 11, 12. This has got to be 12. 12. We're going to spend the next 65 minutes just figuring out which one it is. Yeah, 12. I think it is 12. 12 turtle I'm, doves. Well, I'm going to, oh my God, this, I, I never even thought of that. Is that the 12? Is 12 turtle doves? No. <laughs> On, I don't know. I don't know if it is. Is it? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think that's like Okay, so the last eight. one was, I, 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 I was cheeky and named it the Christmas special elf because elf is like the Christmas elf, but also elf means 11 in German. So I was like, it was really funny. And so this one's the oh, wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's wolf. Okay. 12 is zwölf in, in, in German, and it sounds cooler than it is. But 12 geese a leg. No, it's not geese a leg. On the 12th day. 12 things of eggnog. There it is. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you hear that clinking, that is, that is my homemade eggnog. I don't think you can buy oh. eggnog in Germany. Okay. Ice water. Yeah. No, it's actually homemade eggnog, and I'm not going to lie to you. It is not only wicked simple to make, it is excellent. It's the best eggnog I've ever had, which is not saying a lot. I'm not a connoisseur. <laughs> but it is honestly, I, you, if, if you ever, like, do you, do you, you have one eggnog a year, or do you, are you egg intolerant? No, I'm I'm not egg intolerant. I just don't. I'm not. I'm not a big fan, to be honest. Not. Nope. Not. My I, thing. I. I can. I'm gonna have one. One a year, maybe two, because I made a test batch to the, today, and we'll probably make some. Bring some for Christmas Eve, uh, with the the, the in laws, and let them try it. But that'll be it. And then I'm. I'm. That's it. I'm done. I'm done nogging for the year. Okay. Just the one eggnog. The one egg. I thinking about making a bacon nog though. I bet you they have that in the in America. Uh, Oh, sure. If you put eggs with anything, you might as well throw some bacon in there. I'll be right back. <laughs> no. Just even a bacon stir stick, you know? Like, sometimes I've seen that in the oh fancy Caesars. Like, a Caesar. Like, just a really nice bacon stir stick. Yes. <laughs> bacon stir stick. I was off mic for that because uh, uh, my, my little fort, my fort was collapsing. Uh, yeah, I guess, Okay. I've never seen the bacon stir stick, but I'm going to do that now. Yeah, I think you or, should. But with Black um, Forest ham. Because <laughs> the Black Forest, I live right by the Black Forest. It's right there. We just call it you'd ham. Have to, you'd have to really cook that ham to make it stiff to, to hold up as a stir stick. No, I'm going to freeze it. Oh. I'm going to roll it up and freeze ham. it and have frozen ham. Who doesn't want frozen ham? <laughs> in their drink yeah i can't we can't keep this as part of the show adam because um this is i'm gonna make a, biz, a billion dollars on this one yeah this is for sure breaking the internet right now yeah frozen bacon stir sticks in the eggnog yeah yeah i win all right that's enough that's enough i don't know where i was headed with that my point is that you're gonna introduce you this though you're gonna introduce this as a christmas episode though right like Tell that the listeners, did. stop listening. Oh, no. Well, you yeah. said it was the 12th or whatever, but 12th. I don't think you, any new listeners out there might not know what they're getting into. 
there's no photography. There, there might be a hint, a hint of photography, but not really later on. Later on. Okay. So yeah, for the so most don't part, listen. yeah. No, Stop if you came here for tips, everybody. um, I, the only tip is I can give you a tip on what not to listen to, and it's this episode. Don't. <laughs> you're 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 on your own now. So okay, all right. There's that. Yeah, you 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 had full warning that this was not going to be um good a photography podcast or good both or not excellent. a good photography yeah 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 this just will be in our top 12 christmas specials though yeah oh yeah yeah maybe even top 10 i feel like there's been a few that you know we we might want to rethink but mm. have you have cannot, you watched the office the, the original bbc office christmas special yet i have but it was years ago yeah okay okay good i just i think i, I think we talk about it every year and then, uh, and, and, or every once in a while, I watch it again. I watch it every year. I love that. I love that special. Very, very excellent. Excellent. Unlike this show. All right. What about, what about the new, the new, uh, Christmas special to watch yearly is the Ted Lasso Christmas episode, which is kind of a standalone episode. It doesn't really, like, I think they made it separate. They didn't really make it as part of the story arc of the I forget. The oh, right. Was it last, was but it last it, season? Yes, it was in the second season, and it is terrific. And I we we, we yeah. watched that already. Yeah, yeah. I don't have Apple TV right now. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I was gonna get it back. My my whole plan was to get it back when they do the next season of Ted Lasso. Sure, because I do love that show. I do. I'm very big big fan of that show. So there's that. No, okay. speaking of Christmas okay. though, Christmas was we were sitting around last so last week. Uh, I've, I've, I've expressed my, my, my lack of enthusiasm for the streaming, the idea of streaming, not, not, not Netflix in particular, although they are the best and the worst. Um, they do hide, they hide their gold in a mountain of dog poop is my best, best guess. Okay. Uh, do you, well, am I wrong? Is there like, there's not, not a lot of stuff on there? Yeah, I don't, I don't watch a lot of Netflix. Every once in a while, you know, my wife will say, oh, I heard about a show and it's on right. Netflix and we'll watch a couple episodes and then that's that. But yes, you're, you're right. There is a lot of stuff that uh, we do not watch on Netflix and very little that we do watch. Right. So, uh, I, my, I, so well, I declared like, you know, before the summer, I guess like last spring or whatever it was, I said, we're done, we're doing, we're, we're, we're stopping this. I still have the Amazon one because I still use Prime, even though I'm I don't want to anymore, which I talk about, I whine about every week. But uh, point is, we don't really have the streaming. But and so, but what what happened last week was my kids they wanted to watch uh, Kevin Alain Zuhausa, which you know as Home Alone. Okay, all right, okay, like the original, so the, the original one with uh, McCall, yeah. which they've seen. But they said, "Oh yeah. man, Dad, we gotta watch that." So I look; it's it's not on, it's not on the Amazon Prime streaming. So I thought, okay, well, I'm gonna. I don't mind renting it. I I will. We used to rent movies back in the day. You'd walk down to your your blo your blockbuster and go find out what was there. Go home, rewind it, and then watch it because someone wasn't kind. And so sure. I thought, you know, like that's what we're gonna do. So what we're gonna do? We'll we'll, we'll rent them. We'll start rent it from Apple Apple. I guess Apple TV, Apple movies. I don't know what, what their product is called. So rent it from there. And I said, I told the kids, okay, here's a deal. We're going to rent it. But that means like we're committed to watching this. You got her, big otter. So sure enough, we sit down, we rent it, and they watch the whole thing cover to cover. Boom. Loved it. I was struck by a couple of things. Okay. It's racist. Uh, uh, everything's <laughs> racist now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. I just... I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was trying to. In trying my to head, <laughs> it was 96 minutes of comedy, uh, hilarity ensuing of Joe Pesci and the Wonder Years voice getting beat up and, and that's, they're breaking into the house and, and just getting, getting beat up by Kevin. That's my re re remembrance of the movie. Okay. It's the last eight minutes. Right. That's it. The rest is, I, yeah, I thought it was the whole thing. Well, I don't know if it's the last thing. There are, there's, there's, there are some in-between scenes that are similar. It kind of, it's kind of going throughout that theme, but yes, yeah. the big, 
act three finale of all of the action and funny is is definitely it's end loaded for sure like a like an avengers movie it's basically an avengers movie okay is that right is that how they do it well uh, they kind of it's a slow build and then like whatever 40 minutes of just insane kind of explosions and battle scenes uh, and stuff and then does john candy come in at the end for a little cameo yeah 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 Oh, speaking Good. of John Candy, uh, we rewatched. Not that you were done with your 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 story, but we rewatched um, Trains, Planes, and Automobiles, which is more Thanksgiving themed, but still yes. fits with uh, Christmas kind of movies. Um, well, we so hold on, just Jack so and- just so you know, just so like just so people know, ca- like Canadian Christmas is essentially American Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, because I don't think they go as nuts in, about Christmas as they do about Thanksgiving. And yet we sure. are Thanksgiving is an afterthought and it's all about Christmas. And so you, you're right to make that leap. For us, it is a, a Christmas movie. So carry on. Planes, trains, automobiles. Well, I, Jack had never seen it and we watched uh, we watched it um, a couple days ago. And yeah, it's awesome. I, I, yeah. I mean, I saw that movie in the theaters originally. So I was in, yes. I don't know, elementary school when I actually saw that movie for the first time. 87, and, 88, uh, 88, I think. Yeah. And I was, and so I was like uh whatever 12 years old when that movie came out and wow is that a funny movie like i just i i again what some movies don't stand up or you rewatch them later on and you're like ah it's not that great and it's been at least i'm gonna say 15 years if not no probably 25 years since i've watched that movie really and yeah no it's not one that it's been really on my rewatching radar but uh yeah, rewatched that and loved 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 that. That might be on Netflix. I can't remember what service. I was at my. What parents did your son house, so. have to say about it? Loved it. He laughed through it. Uh, like basically at every scene. And John Candy is like I said. Well, he's kind of uh, insert whatever like Will Ferrell or whatever the the comedian uh, of his sort of generation is. I need mean, Will Ferrell's getting a bit older now, but he loves all the Will Ferrell movies. So I'm gonna say he's the Will. He's the Will Ferrell for that day. Like just the mm-hmm. put out comedy after comedy and you just went to see him. Jack also likes the Adam Sandler stuff, which is very hit or miss. Some of it's just terrible, but he still likes right. Sandler type comedy, Will Ferrell type comedy. And uh, John Candy was was that guy for, for our generation. I fully agree. And, and then, but also, uh, you know, at the end of it, very touching. Very, very yeah. good acting at the very, at the end as well. Yeah. So I don't missed. remember. And- so, I mean, I don't remember, like, I didn't remember some of the details. I didn't remember in the theater because I would have been 12 when I went to go see it. I didn't remember um, all the F-bombs that, uh, that Steve, uh, what's his name? Steve Martin drops when he's at the car rental counter in the airport. There's like, I don't know, eight or nine F-bombs in like a 30 second sequence. And I was like huh, I was 12. I'm pretty sure this movie was PG-13. <laughs> Were they allowed, or did they did they edit some of those F-bombs out and then they got put back in for, I would have remembered that for sure if all those F-bombs were in the original cut. And then Jack mentioned, he's like, that dad, they have the R rating on that movie for the, the Netflix version or whatever version we were watching. I'm pretty sure it was Netflix. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that, that, that seems odd. Cause I definitely saw it in the movie theater without a parent. Yeah. So anyways, without a parent. Was, okay. Yeah. Was yeah. The, just me and me and a friend, me and a school friend. The eighties were a different time, Adam. It, uh, sure. which I'll get back to actually, cause I, I, I talked about some old photos in a little bit, but speaking of the eighties and, and movies not holding up and wondering, uh, so the whole point was, was we, I, I said, you know, we, we rented, we rented Home Alone, and then last night the kids wanted to rent Home Alone two. I said we're not renting two movies in the same year. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, you gotta wait till January. Yeah, so I quickly looked. I looked on 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 Prime and what there is there, and I thought, oh well, here's a classic. What's a Christmas classic that the kid that the kids they they probably will they they might like it. It's not Pro- Elf. No, not Elf. No. No, I th- even goes way back, way back. This this is considered a classic from the eighties. Christmas uh, classic from the eighties. Christmas story. No, they would not like that. I I don't know. I don't know why that's. I I get why it's a classic. I don't know why it's a classic. 
I mean, I, I, I will probably watch it again. It's on there. Um, hmm, it's French or Italian. <laughs> That's what it is. Italian for Gile. Uh, Christmas um, Vacation. Christmas Vacation. I thought the kids are ready for Christmas Vacation. So we watched that last night, and they, they, they found it amusing. Um, my question, though, is what were we thinking? Yeah, that's, that is a terrible I tried, movie. I tried to watch it. I want to say last year might have been two years ago. And again, had fond memories of the certain scenes like the toboggan scene uh, was high. The, the, the put the the putting the lights up scene um, when he gets when he plugs things in and gets, I think, shocked on um, shocked or something. But the the movie itself, I remember thinking when I watched it as an adult, like exactly what you just said, like this is terrible, like naughty, yes. like unwatchable and long, long, like periods of like just nothing going on where they're trying to tell like a story, but this nobody's thought the story through. They have a few kind of like, you know, moments in a funniness scattered throughout, like, I don't know, what is it, an hour and 40 minutes, something like that? Possibly, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree. Yeah. Bad, bad, really bad movie. Uh, hopefully, we don't get any Except, um, hate email for, for that. It, I don't care. Bring it on. I, I, you cannot defend it. There's only one, there's one part of that movie that is outstanding. Okay, what is it? Randy Quaid. Oh, yeah, he's kind of a complete jackass in that movie, right? Yes, the the scene where he's out front in the robe emptying out the uh the sanitary part of his his RV. That's excellent. That is that is just he that <laughs> that is that is all Randy Quaid, uh who I think is in Maple Ridge right now arguing with the police. That's what his life okay. came to. All yeah, right, for real. I'm, all I'm right. not joking about that. I I'm not sure if he's still there or not. I know he was trying to they're trying to kick him out of out of Canada, but or maybe they had, maybe he already did. Maybe they already kicked him out, but Maple Ridge is the place to go to lose your mind. I have, uh, I'll tell you off air. I have a bunch of Maple Ridge stories about people you know. Okay, great. No, people you all know, not people that you know, people that everybody knows. Anyways, okay. Maple Ridge. All right. So yeah, Chris, Christmas vacation. What in the absolute heck was going on there? Uh, I have just switching gears. I got a story that came across the wire today that I got to share with you and get, get your your take on this. Okay. Because I don't, I don't know what to make of it. So in our group chat, me and a, me and a bunch of buddies, you, you know all the guys, the guys we play poker with back home. Sure. I get, uh, get this shared with me at 5.48 a.m., but so it's, you know, just before 9 o'clock your time. So they're all back in Vancouver. So uh, <clears throat> Randall, our buddy Randall, he, he writes, okay, I'm on the sea bus. Cause I guess you guys got some snow, I heard. Lots of snow yesterday. Yeah, shut yeah, down the city here. pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, I heard it's mayhem. So that's why he's taking the bus. He's going to the hockey game. Well, I guess the Canucks played last night. So uh, here, all two this nights ago, two nights ago, okay. my my family went too. They went to that same. That was the snow night. Okay, so that must have been why he took the bus. Anyway, so here I'll, I'll just read you his message to the group. Um. So wait, wait, some backstory first. There's got to be backstory to this. So back in the old days, back when I was, I was pl- you know, playing baseball in, in Richmond, um, I also coached a team. So when I was starting, like when I was like 18, 19, still playing, but we also, me and me and my buddy Randall, we coached uh, at that year, it would have been like 14, 15 year old kids, um, whatever that's called, Bantam at the time. I'm not sure if it's called Bantam sure, anymore. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're, we're coaching there, and uh, I guess that's all the backstory you need, really. Okay. He coached okay. kids. He coached, this we, is a person that was advising children on things they should do or we, not do. Yeah. So we coached, we coached, uh, we coached for a few years, I guess three, four years, three different, you know, whatever. So, uh, so on the sea bus to the hockey game last, I'm now reading in the voice of Randall. On the sea bus to the hockey game last night with the kids, when someone yells out, Hey, coach. Hey, Randall. I turn, and he is roughly my age, someone I recognize but cannot place the name. Assume it was a, a baseball connection. We're chatting for a bit. Get on the Sky Train. Chat some more, catching up. He asks if I still see Attridge. Then he tells some stories of his back surgeries, blah, blah, blah. I tell him it was, it was good to see him. I go to get off a stop ahead of him to meet up with my brother. And he says, say hi to Attridge for me. 
And the last words out of his mouth as the doors closed were, I'm still pissed he tried to kiss my mom at that team function. (laughs) It threw me off for a second before I started laughing out loud and had to explain to my two oldest kids, whom I know very well, what was so funny. Still have no idea who it was, but I'm guessing, uh, Atridge, that you have enough info to go on to name that player for me. So. So. I was 18 at the time. Uh, well, wait, 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 wait. There's more than one mom here. You had to siphon through a possible list of moms that you tried to kiss. <laughs> well, there's Stacy's mom, but she had it going on. Right. So, right. um... This is the thing. So now I'm going through this, and I was like, I don't think this happened. No, this happened. This definitely happened. Now, well, that's the thing. And now there's an explanation for this. And, I mean, typically, like, there's, there's an, a number of these incidents in my life where I, where I could claim, oh, well, I don't think that. I don't remember that happening. Where it's like, well, yeah, I had a bunch of beers and don't remember anything. Uh, well, not anything. Sure. But, I, but there's things that, that fall out of the, you know, memory. Well, this wouldn't sure. have been it. When, when, if I was coaching a kid's team, there's no way, even at the year-end function, there's no way there's any alcohol involved at all. So I can't even blame it on that. Right. So that's, that didn't happen. And so I went and I, I told my wife the story. And I said, yes, yeah, I don't, I don't think this happened. And her response was, that sounds exactly like you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, yeah, great. Yeah, seems, seems, seems like you did that. So I'm going through old pictures. I, I have some on there. I'm like, oh, was it this year? Was it that? like, what the heck? Like, I don't, I, I honestly, I have no recollection of this at all. And uh, of course, Randall's like, oh yeah, it was probably right around the time of American Pie. So it could have been like a Stifler's mom kind of thing. And I was like, <laughs> actually, it wasn't. This was seven years before American Pie. So your, 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 your memory is suspect as it is. Right. However, so... Let's say it, it didn't happen, which I'm saying it didn't, which either way, I'm okay with this long time ago, a lot of water under the bridge. Uh, I kind of appreciate the legend on some level. But wait, wait, wait. Could you figure out the guy that thinks that this happened? Yeah, we did. I sent a couple of pictures and uh, he pointed him out, like literally just now, like, like I, as I was reading you this message, I just got a response. Hey, it was that guy. Um, that's 100% who it was. Do you know his name? And I was like, yeah, that didn't happen then. Like, that's not. Well, the, mom, sure is, not the mom is not of your, of, your, uh, of your liking. It's not that. <laughs> it's not that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So. It's not anyways. your type. The mom was not your type. I, it's, there's a, there's a much bigger backstory to that, but anyways. Okay. So he yeah. thinks it happened. It's not the kind of thing that I feel like, uh, I don't know. You said there were 14 at the time, a 14 year old just kind of randomly makes up. So where do you think the confusion lies in this story? I don't know because I, I know this kid quite well. I went to school with his brother and I played baseball with him years later, and it never came up. You'd think it. You'd think it would come up on the bench or something. Like, no, no, uh, he's, been later on, he's been harboring these feelings for a long, long time. He spit it out at the last moment to Randall, so there wasn't any real chance for response. He just had to get it off his chest. He's been carrying this around for you know thirty years or whatever that is. Yeah, thirty years. Probably, uh, yeah, right? thirty years. Exactly thirty years. Uh, so, but here's the, here's the thing is, is a lot of therapy, a lot of therapy. I would have been, I only, I would have been three years older than him. So it wasn't like, it was like, it was like some sort of a, you know, huge age difference or something like that. So a couple, three years difference. And then, so a few years later when, when the, you know, the age difference doesn't matter anymore when you're playing men's team, we're playing together. And he was twice my size. So it he's, wasn't like I was intimidated. It. He buried it deep. Emotional trauma, man. It's not the yeah. same. He's, he's buried it way, way deep down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's maybe, but that, that you're telling me that, then, then he could have, he could have mixed me up with somebody else. No, no, no. I'm telling you it happened. You've okay. 
chosen to not remember. This 100% happened. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll send you his <laughs> number and you can do a... Okay. He probably right. lives pl- close to you. So you, you can do a <laughs> inquiry. You can have a whole... We can do an investigative <laughs> report. There'll be a, a <laughs> sure. podcast series. The new CBC podcast series. Yeah. 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 About Adam it. gets to the bottom of this. Adam gets to the bottom of legends. Uh, <laughs> speaking of legends, there used to be a pub in Richmond. Uh, there might still be. You, you'd you know. Actually, I think you crashed your car there or somebody crashed into you there. Is there a legends pub still? No, and um, that never happened. I never crashed my car in there. No, no somebody crashed, crashed your me. car. No, somebody, somebody hit you with in the snow. They, they, they cut you off or changed lanes and claimed they didn't, and then they, and then they ended up saying that they did on Blundell, Blundell and and Four Road or Sitaway or something. Oh, it had nothing to do with Legends Pub. A few years no, ago no, 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 no. But the... that's where Legends Pub was. Like the Legends Pub had oh, moved. Oh, okay. Okay. No, no, yeah. no, I know you weren't there buying around for everybody, kissing, kissing. No, kids I've moms. never, I've never, I've never been um, to Legends Pub. I, I'd heard the name of it before. I don't think it still exists because it has not been something that anybody's mentioned for ten years. So I haven't heard that right. name of that pub in a long time. So You're I'm too old say, to go to pubs, though. It's not. Yeah, that's true too. But it, I, I don't think it's there. I don't think it's been there for a long time. Right. So, anyways, uh, helping its so business it, with that promotion. Yeah. 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 So it's it's uh, it used to be it, it was in a number of places it, it 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 was one of those pubs that moved around Richmond for some reason like so it used to be across from Lansdowne Mall people like you should Google all this this is great this is like that episode of Serial when you're like hey where did Adnan sign on where was he when his phone rang uh, so <laughs> Legends Pub used to be down by the, uh, Lansdowne and then it moved to the old unemployment center which you knew on Buswell there you never went to that one either and then it moved again nope. but point being the reason I bring it up. Is because one day way back in the, I don't know, late 90s, it must have been the late 90s, me and, me and Randall, the guy from the other story, we decide one night, around this time of year, maybe a week earlier, we're just hanging out, like the two of us, hey, we're, we're just going to go out for some beers. Let's just go to Legends Pub, randomly, two of us head down there, we walk in, and it's just a regular pub, except for, man, it is jammed. Like, you can't, you can't, you can't move in there. And we know okay. everybody. We look around and it's like, first of all, we know everybody, which means no one invited us out. So we're losers. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, who, why are these guys here? Oh, whoops. Yeah, it was a don't tell Al party. Oopsies. <laughs> and uh, so we go in and we know everybody. And like, I'm like, what? Like, what is going on here? And they said tonight is a Neil Diamond impersonator. Oh, this is the night to be there. It was, but this was before anybody knew who nearly Neil was. Nearly okay, Neil, but not a thing yet. Okay. So, but it was him. It was nearly Neil. Uh, and so he, at that point, he was nearly, nearly Neil. Not quite, not quite nearly Neil. <laughs> and so we're in there and we're like, oh, what are we doing here? Like, why would I want to see a Neil Diamond impersonator? And we're like, all right, well, we'll stick around. We know, we, you know, we know everybody here. So like, but guys our age, you know, there are girlfriends, a lot of the ladies and uh, parents are there, like friends of like friends of my parents are there. Like it's just jammed. And we stay and sure enough, have one of the greatest pub experiences uh, to this day of my entire life. It was amazing. Brought the house down. And so that's what I thought about last week when we started talking a little bit about, about having Neil Diamond in the CD player of your dad's car. That's what I thought about. So I um, want to hear what okay. what uh, Neil Diamond. Well, I just was looking up because I went to a concert uh, that Neil Diamond performed in Maple Leaf Gardens. So before it changed over to the Air Canada Center, and there's this um, unique. You saw uh, the Neil Diamond. I saw the real Neil Diamond. Yeah, in concert at Maple Leaf Gardens, and then I was trying to think. Okay, I was like, just after high school, I think I was at you know university, and so I was just googling. Um, when that would have been Maple Leaf Gardens, Neil Diamond, and he's played there a couple of times, but you know, it's not like he would, he did a yearly show there. So, uh, I think there was one in the eighties and then the next time he played, as far as what I could tell from my, my quick 
Google search was he was there November 15th, 1998. So I'm pretty certain just because there isn't another concert around that time when I would have gone that was still Maple Leaf Gardens before it became the Air Canada Center. And uh, and then I looked up uh, I looked up the set list so you can see the set list he played wow. uh, on that during that show. So they have archives of all this stuff. So November 15th, 1998, Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto is when I went to see Neil Diamond and I'm looking, I mean, he, he played 29 songs. So, I mean, he, he, he right. there was a huge range of all the Neil Diamond classics in there. Um, but yeah, I went, I went to see him live. And then I was thinking like, my parents always had a record. So they had a CD in the car. It was just like Neil Diamond's greatest hits. And then they also had, uh, the record, like in the, in the house, we had a nice record player stereo system and we had hot August nights. That was the, oh. the Neil Diamond, uh, record that we had. I can't remember if it was one record or if it was a two record set, but I mean, basically between this set list, the greatest hits, the hot August nights, I mean, it's just sort of slightly different versions of a lot of the same songs. And I was right. thinking, what what's my favorite Neil Diamond song? And I don't know that I have one, but I really do like uh, the one I kept looking at, you know, as I was looking down the list, the one that I was thinking like, ah, I really do like that. I don't think it's off the beaten path, but it's probably not the one, two, or three that most people would think of when they think of Neil Diamond is Crackling Rosie. Do you like Crackling, Crackling Rosie? Rosie? That is a classic. That's your, that's your, that's your, that is your favorite or that's what? I think that's the one that I, that I, that I mean, every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, I love this song and this one doesn't pop up that much. It's kind of a, it's kind of one of those like, you know, I wouldn't say hidden gems because people who like Neil Diamond all know that song, but yep. the, I like, I like the context because I like what it's about. It's, you know what that song's about? You probably do. I do know what it's about. Tell do us what, you? tell us what it's about. Tell no, them, yeah, I want yeah, you to I tell me what it's about. Well, it's about like when a group of guys all go out to the bar. They're all looking for their lady and the ones that don't uh, find the lady, um, they get the crackling rosy, which is, I think it's supposed to be a bottle of wine. It's a cheap bottle of wine. Yeah. Like two bucks yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And so, and like, I just You're love store bought woman. Yeah. The store bought woman. I just love the, the idea. And I think he, I think I even read like years ago, I read a story or he talked about it somewhere where he was saying um, like it's based on a tribe that was from like northern Canada where there's more men than women in the tribe. So like this was where he kind of got the idea for the song is that like, yeah, when you go out to the the pub, I don't know if it's still the case because I never go to the pub, but it always seemed like at the pub in university in my days, it was like a bunch of guys going out looking for ladies, probably less of the ladies um, in this in the same boat. And therefore, right. there's going to be a lot of crackling rosy drinkers um, uh, in, in, in that situation. Well, it depends where you are. In certain parts of the country, uh, it's less crackling rosy and let's go out in the parking lot and fist fight. <laughs> That, okay. no, I, 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 yeah, grew up a little bit with that. Uh, usually you get caught kissing a dude's mom and the next thing you know, you're in the parking lot. Uh, no, that, that was, that was, there's been <laughs> many baseball road trips where that's where, that's where it worked out. That's how it worked out. <laughs> no, I'd never pick a fight, but number of times, uh, a number of times did be out in the parking lot, um, coming in second into a fist, in a fist fight. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I do appreciate kind of like sad sort of melancholy sort of songs. I also, I also That's like, a fun one uh, though. yeah, yeah, it's fun, but it's, it's sort of like, I like, I, I'm just trying to look at the set list and think of the other ones that I really kind of like. And then I sort of noticed a, a theme of ones where I'm like, eh, it's kind of like a little bit of a, a downer. I am, I said, which is yeah, like all about him missing home so it's like it's basically he's living in la but new york is home kind of situation and yeah i, I like that a lot of it's because i just i like i like the rhythm of the certain songs that he's got and it's less about the lyrics but then when i look at it, i'm like man he a lot of them are sort of a little bit sad and depressing um okay but i but 
and then I and then I, but I like those ones. I also like, of course, everyone will say Sweet Caroline. I love Sweet Caroline in a group, like at a hockey arena or yeah, but Boston if you're doing that with the Red Sox. So thanks, guys. If, but if you're but if you're doing a, a karaoke night, it always like it always has to come on and it does. everyone belts it out. And I always remember, like, even if I don't want to listen to that on the radio by itself in a group sing along setting, it is a fan. It got to be top 10 uh, karaoke group sing along songs is Sweet Caroline. Yep, everyone knows it. Uh, uh, I like Song Song Blue. Another, that's, another I was just going to mention, like. that's the that's the dark horse. That's the one that, it's like, well, it sounds like it's blue, but it's kind of, you know, you're weeping on your pillow. But uh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it, 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 is, it is oddly upbeat. It's, one of, it's not a hit. I, I mean, it's a hit, I suppose, but it, it's, it's the one that you don't know you know until it's playing. Sure, especially the chorus. Yeah. It's, it's definitely got a good, good, good hook. Um, I like Solitary Man, again, another, another, another one of those kind Number of Number 12, songs. I'm, if I'm looking at this, did you say November 15th, 1998? I'm looking at the list. November 15th, 19, 1998, yeah. Okay, so number 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 twelve is that's that's got to bring the place down. Forever in blue jeans. Yeah, that nah, that's not Love that, that not for me. Okay, so that no. one you like, you don't like. I do. One of my fa- my second favorite probably. Oh wow! Money talks. Yeah, no, I w- but it don't I it don't sing put- and dance and it don't walk. It's great, great, great message. But, it's, but my number. What's your number one? So is Crack and Rosie your number one? Ah, uh, again, I think so, but I look at a lot of them and I'm like, oh, I like that song. So I, I don't know, because I've probably listened to those songs in combination, like, and it's never like, I don't know about you, for Neil Diamond, it was always a, a start to finish. Like if I put on the CD, I didn't put on the CD and listen to two songs and, and switch to no. another artist. That's not how I listen to music when I was growing up. It was like, the CD was on. Sometimes it was on repeat and I'd go through it again. And so I, nowadays I just jump around. I'd never listen to a full album like that. Not anymore. Very, not, not for me. It's like, it's, everything's on shuffle. So that's why I have a hard time with a a specific because I like Shiloh. I like solitary man. I like crackling Rosie. Uh, He saved, he saved my favorite one for the encore. Okay, where I don't even see where it switches over to encore. Twenty seven. Is it the last twenty nine? Okay, so those. So you're gonna say twenty eight? Really? Again, another another one where I'm like, I like it, but I wouldn't have put it in the top five. It's it was it was been one of my favorites. Probably my probably my favorite for a long time, and then it showed up in the trailer, and then in the movie, but in the trailer for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. And that was it. And that cemented it for me. I was like, yep, I I love that song. I listen, I listen to that song all the time. It's on regular repeat. My kids know it very well. Okay. Brothers so, Loves Traveling Salvation Show. Loves for, Traveling you didn't Salvation act, Show. You didn't say it. That's why I said Holy Holy is also good. I like, I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. Holy yeah. Holy. That's not, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. But finished but, but, with I've Been This Way Before, which again, to me is not the... Yeah. Closing, hey, closing out. No a more encore, concert. please. Only one encore. Yeah. That's what he's saying to you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm old. I'm shutting her. He's old in 1998. He was shutting her down. Did your folks oh, do that he, show with you? No, but I went with my girlfriend at the time and her parents. Okay. And her dad was like a music teacher and like, yeah. So they were like, I think they decided we're going. Uh, and my girlfriend knew that I had this, well, my, my parents CDs and stuff, but that I was into it. Cause in the car, I would force her to listen to Neil Diamond. So I think between sure. m- myself and her dad also really liking it, she was like, all right, I guess, uh, do you want to go to the Maple Leaf Gardens with my parents and watch, uh, Neil Diamond, I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. But he was yeah. he was really old then. I don't know. Is he still alive? Did we figure that out? Neil Diamond is still alive, yeah. Okay, so he's like 108 now? He's 81. He's not that old. So he would have been... I mean, he's old now, but you, you would have thought, thought he was born. He was 50 years old when he was born. Yeah, but he's at this stage, 1998. How old is he? Do the reverse math for me. Uh, 98, he's 58 years old. Yeah, I would have thought he was like 70 at that concert. Like yeah. he, I, w- I was thinking like, this is an old dude on... But then when I look at some of the old videos on YouTube, I'm like, 
wow, he's so young. Like, so, but a lot of the videos yeah. are from the seventies. So that's still 25 years before I saw him. In you concert. saw him when he was two years younger than Tom Cruise jumping out of an off a motorcycle off a cliff for the latest mission impossible. Okay. To put it in context. That's weird. Thank you. Yeah. Just yeah. To put it right in context. Yeah. Yeah. Just to put it, you, you know how old, do you know how old he was when you saw him? He's the exact same age as Elle McPherson is right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tell you what though, do yourself a favor, everybody, Google Elle McPherson right now. Not right now. She's, like, the show's over. But Google, she, after the she's show, still Google. attractive, right? I'm guessing she's still attractive. I haven't oh, seen her. Oh, she's Elle still out of, barely out of my league. Barely. Okay, and you would have tried to kiss her at a Christmas party or a year-end party or whatever. Well, if her son was playing on my baseball team, for sure. Okay, <laughs> all right. That would have clear, yeah, yeah. Just to be clear, yeah, you would have no problem trying oh, no to problem kiss at her at the year-end party in front of my wife. the son. Yeah, or well, my wife. Your wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She'd understand. She'd take one look at her and go, "Like, yeah, no, I get it. I understand." Okay. <laughs> I, I, my wife might try to kiss her. It's she's that. Yeah. So okay. It took a All weird right. twist. Now, so Neil Diamond. <laughs> why? Why Neil Diamond struck me is because Neil Diamond. He was just always there on the radio. He's background. Uh, you know, like in the in the car driving with your parents when. You didn't have headphones or anything else to do. All you were in the back of the car trying to not throw up. You know, like that was your that was your childhood, and then, yeah. uh, and so he he just he was just he was just everywhere. You know, even if you didn't love him, but then then later on you maybe you appreciated him. Did you also know that he wrote "I'm a Believer" for the Monkees? I did not know, but I believe I did not know originally. I did know that now because I want to say we've talked about. Neil Diamond before, and I think you brought up that tidbit. Like this is a piece of information that I feel like I only know because of you Could from be. a previous podcast. Yeah, you've told me that before. Okay, there you go. The, the, right. the, he's that prolific, but but see to me, so Neil Diamond fit in, and like forty more minutes on Neil Diamond, and then we're shutting it down. Okay, yeah, but everybody, Neil just get your your seatbelts on because it's about to get good. It's about to get good. No, so Neil, but but Neil Diamond, I mean, he was awesome, but. He was sort of in the fabric of other, like at the same time, other performers who were sort of of his genre, but equally huge. For example, okay, okay. you tell me, where did he fit in with, with those like 70s icons? 60s, well, 60s, know. 70s, 80s. I was such a tunnel vision uh, Neil da Diamond fan, just because again, I think we had eight CDs in my house and like 12 records. So okay. those were the, that was, and again, it wasn't the time of the internet or, and it wasn't the time of, I had endless resources to just go to the record store and buy everything. So I was like, all right, this is what we got. Uh, I'm going to make the best of this. And I like of these 12, I like these four. And then just listen to the crap out of those ones. Yeah, but your dad also had the Diana Ross CD. He did. He did. Yeah. Which I which baffles me because <clears throat> I don't I don't I guess I get Diana Ross. Uh not blowing my hair back. Okay. You, Ron, Ronnie Spector right there, the Ronettes. You had her right there. <laughs> out outshining Diana Ross. Okay. So just saying, I don't know what your dad's thinking. Like you could have had, you could have had "Be My Baby" on a loop. Yeah, he had, he had. There was a rage. We had ZZ Top too. So yeah, wow. go figure that. Go figure that one. I don't know when ZZ Top's uh, big album hit, but we had that. We had we ZZ had, Top's we had, big album hit in 1985. Okay, but so that, that was that by no means. But that wasn't their debut. Like like every like everybody of my generation, like every generation's thinks they invented everything, right? And so. For me, it was like, oh, yeah, well, ZZ Top, they're brand new. But meanwhile, they've been, you know, making music since like 1969 or something like that or 1971. Sure. Huge hits, which didn't hadn't transcended to wherever we were. But then ZZ Top, um, God, what was the name of that album? Everybody the one with the car it. on it. Yeah, it was the it had yeah. the big old car on the front of it. And it was like black. And yeah, yeah, maybe it was called I Black. Even, was it called Black? Oh. It wasn't sharp. It was the one where Sharp Dressed Man was 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 Sharp uh, Dressed was Man was it. the hit. Yeah, it but was, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember what the album was called. Okay, 
Maybe it's so Sharp Dressed Man. ZZ Top's first album, 1971. And then 1985 was, was it Eliminate? No, that was 83. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, that's it. Eliminator. That's, that's Eliminator the one. Eliminator was 83? Okay, that's Sharp the one, though. Man? Yeah, yep. you're right. You're thinking of that one. Give Me All Your Lovin'. Yep. Yeah. Legs, and she knows how yep. to use them. Yep, she yeah. does. Yep. Another great one. That's but, right. Yeah, You're we right. had that. We had Michael Jackson Thriller. So like everybody I, I don't had know. that one. Yeah. So but but again, my dad, like his his kind of range was a bit all over the map. So I don't know if he was like, hey, you know what? The kids will like Michael Jackson Thriller. Like so so we also had, oh man, I'm trying to think. I th- I think there might have there's there was another couple that didn't fit that were like pop, but but there was of course there was a Cat Stevens uh, and Harry yeah. Chapin. So he liked the storytelling song, like kind of like the folk music. I don't know if it was considered rock or folk at the time, but he liked the the stuff where you could hear all the lyrics and there was a definite story. So that was that was his vibe. So he definitely yeah, he tra- definitely had the if I was a carpenter on on uh, on repeat. We had, we had, uh, maybe, I don't know. We had Roberta Flack. So I'm thinking of female yeah. artists. We had Diana Ross, Roberta Flack. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of, of the other female Speaking artists. Speaking of great that, song that's a complete downer though. What's that? First time ever I saw your face. <laughs> it's amazing. No, seriously, it's an amazing song, but it's such a slow pace. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough because her voice is, is amazing um and i put it right up there speaking of downer let's, let's just do the downer episode one of my favorite singers of all time her voice and it's obviously downer because she had an eating disorder and all that and the song was about being you know uh, uh depressed uh but karen carpenter great song rainy, okay. rainy days and mondays her voice is amazing okay all right i'll there check it go. i don't i don't know it don't know it okay well, there you go. So in, in, in the ilk, I was going to say it was Neil Diamond, Rod Stewart, and Tom Jones. They must have just been hanging out. Like Probably. Tom Jones, like, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, they have a similar vibe for sure. I, I've seen Tom Jones in concert twice. Him I've seen. Okay, I have, I have never. No. Rod Stewart zero times. Yeah, and not then, Rod Stewart for me. I mean, yes, he's got the same vibe, but I don't like Rod Stewart. Like nothing. Yeah, none of it. None of his songs. Like I don't want to listen to him. I don't really like to even look at him. <laughs> <laughs> right, like certain certain performers that you're just like, eh. I don't. I don't like. Right. Like I'm. I'm not interested. Well, he looks in like a Rod Stewart him. impersonator. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a weird vibe. Whereas. I don't know, like Neil Diamond, when you see him on stage, like he is into it or even just see him in a video or anything. Like you can tell, like this guy is a 1000% committed to what he's doing. Now he might be completely look like a goofball, but man is you got to respect the commitment to whatever he's doing. Like, and again, that came across however old he was. We said when, uh, when I went to see him in 1998, but wow that guy was like into it every dance move like like he's sweating a storm he probably went through eight shirts but he likes the big kind of fancy sparkly shirts and he is a sweat storm so yes kudos i love it guys that give a thousand percent like that yeah and plus his son was good on um saved by the bell his son dustin diamond is it really no no, okay. I was gonna say no. That, why that, would they? No, cr- come on. That'd be a crazy twist. Yeah, that'd be a crazy twist of the guy with zero talent and then stabs somebody and then dies. Oh, is he? Is he? Is he no longer with us? Oh, stay with it. What, does, does, you don't get TMZ at your house? Come on. <laughs> no. Dustin, I don't either. I knew. I knew Dustin Diamond was one of those guys that was into trouble, but I didn't know Dustin yeah. Diamond was no more. Yeah. No. I. I, I, I yeah. Again, just to be a downer. Just to be a downer. So okay, rest in peace, Dustin. Sorry, it's I probably guess. been a I, few days, right? It's been, this happened last week, or no, a couple years now. But um, <laughs> that's this, I want to know. I want to know. Do you think Neil Diamond has a Christmas album, despite being Jewish? I'll bet yeah. you he still has a Christmas album. Well, those guys know how to make money too. Like they've been in the game long enough that I'm sure if his agent said, "Hey," You know what will sell a boatload of albums? Uh, I'm pretty sure when he was 
62 if they said, hey, you don't have to go on tour this year, but we're going to make a lot of money uh, singing these 12 songs, uh, he would have been in. Now, again, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm I'm projecting on Neil, uh, but I'm no, going to say got, yes. He's got, he's got multiple Christmas albums. There you go. I was like, yeah, he. Yeah. Did. I, I don't know any of them. Um, I didn't know it existed, but that, that seems to be the way the industry would have gone. Yeah. When I, did his I'm, I'm first okay Christmas it. album come out? What what year are we talking? I'm going to say oh, this happened boy. a little bit later on. Yeah, it looks well hard to tell, hard to tell. But you got some looks like some current ones, and then some older ones. We got we have ninety two. We've got uh, that's the eighty four. You got eighty four Christmas song. Oh, he did went went he went early then. Yeah, eighty four. Yeah, was, yeah, he yeah. Was, he wasn't that old then. Yeah, no. So good for him. Good for him. Uh, at least at least. At least we'd have good Christmas songs. That's the the thing. I don't want to say at least either. That's a terrible phrase to say in general. So I don't say it. But uh, the the two worst, let's get off of this. The two worst Christmas songs ever. You know what they are? I'll give you a hint. No. They're both done by ex-Beatles. Okay. Uh, no, tell me. So it was John Lennon did uh, Happy Christmas War is Over, which was okay. a, a lie. And, uh, and it's just, uh, that's a downer. And then uh, wonderful Christmas time with the do 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 like with the 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 uh, what do you call it the keyboard. Oh, it's like simply how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. don't don't do it. Don't do it. Don't. Do okay, it. but but that's attached to so many movies in a way that it's yeah. sort of iconic, right? Like, Great. and it's not the the song on itself, but it's it's what yeah. it's attached to. And I don't know all the movies and TV or whatever that it's attached to, but hard to put that as one of the worst ever because oh, of here we are, I though. get I get all the things that it that it might be attached to. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know it's 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 very common, but also so is stepping in dog crap, and that's also common. But <laughs> Let's not let's not celebrate it. Is all I'm saying. Okay, I know, and that, I'm, right. I, 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 that's me coming hard against one of the uh, greatest musicians of all time. That's me, and and I, it's because I expect more out of him. Um, the end. So there's that. Okay. All right. All right. That's right. enough. That's enough music talk. Let's wrap it up. I got I, this. This is almost done. Uh, I think I t- mentioned this before, and maybe some more will some more will come out the show later on. When I was back in Canada a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, my dad gave me a memory stick with a bazillion photos on them. Okay. A bazillion photos scanned, uh, all the the photos from my childhood. He scanned. Um, Great. So like, there's like twelve. Uh, yeah. No, he took he took more. It, it, it's 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 no, it's nowhere near. Obviously nowadays right what 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 my kids have um no there's that the, the, there's times there will be you know a hundred photos or some multiple of 24 really is how many okay. there'll be yeah so it's either yeah, it's 96 or uh, it's 120 but based on the full roll of film except my dad would he would he would always be very careful and he'd squeeze 25 out of a 24 roll he, when he wound up he's very careful about that Anyway, right. so he scanned a bunch, and so uh, and and the, and the 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 cover for this week's show will be one of the ones from Christmas nineteen seventy eight. Um, it's all you need to know. All you'll you'll have you'll have to have to have a look at it um, later on. I didn't include it yet, Adam, but uh, it uh, basically sums up the late seventies. All you need to know that's going on. Um, but I'll probably have to share a bunch of these photos. I'm considering starting an Instagram account just for these photos okay just so that we can possibly for once and for all get to the bottom of what was happening exactly in the 70s and early 80s what were we doing okay your clothing hairstyles the whole the whole situation all of it it. okay unclear unclear why we pointed cameras at that stuff but here we are we have a lot of questionable choices uh in in fashion design parenting uh, a lot of that, a lot of, a lot of those were, were up for grabs, um, but here we are. So look forward to that, but start with this, 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 this year's cover of the Christmas, uh, the Christmas special. Okay. There you go. What do you got planned for Christmas, Adam? Uh, family time. We're trying to yeah. do some different uh, outings and events. Uh, I work today and then I'm off for, I think I was the six days after that off, so yeah, nice. we've got a bunch of local Vancouver kind of fun stuff planned with the family, but nothing too crazy. We're not going too far. 
you're going to hit the the suspension bridge lights. Possibly, we have that as a as a thing on the list, and uh, we have. The if you're flyover. a yearly member, isn't it like the same price as going once? I believe so. We're not a yearly member though, but look yes, into it. We, look into it. It yeah. might be worth doing. Yeah, I think just, I think if you go a second time, that it's paid for itself. But um, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna that's on the list of possibilities. We're gonna definitely. Uh, weather permitting, try to hit the Christmas market down down in Vancouver. So maybe try some blue uh, okay. vine. Uh, yeah. And the flyover Canada, which they do like a little bit of a, a Christmas twist to it. Uh, so that's like, you know, the big sort of IMAX simulated ride where you kind of fly that. We've made that a Christmas tradition. We've gone pretty much every year since the kids, since they came out with it when the kids were pretty little. Uh, mm -hmm. and then maybe, maybe Van Dusen, we're not sure. Sarah's already went with a friend, so not sure about Van Dusen. Uh, we still have to hit the, the ho, ho, ho Christmas house nearby. And then, yeah, we've got just family games and stuff that we're, we're planning on playing and hanging out. The kids will see friends, just all the, the normal stuff that you do when you have some time, maybe some tobogganing cause now there's snow. So yeah, yeah just, just local fun stuff. How about you? Well, and then, and then Boxing Day morning, you'll get up early and go wait in line at A&B Sound for a CD player. Yeah, yeah, maybe that, yeah. See if they got one of those. Uh, no, same thing, family time. We'll just uh, we'll meet some friends. The tra tradition here is Christmas morning. Sorry, Christmas Eve morning, because Christmas, Christmas is Christmas Eve here. They don't do Christmas, they don't do Christmas Day. We do, because we're Canadian, but, but uh, so my kids get the best. They get all their stuff on Christmas Eve with the, the German side and the Sunday morning, or the, sorry, Christmas morning is, is the Canadian bit. Uh, and then Boxing Day is uh, take everything back to the mall and trade it for something you want. That's what we do. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, so Christmas Christmas Eve morning, the big tradition, I I'm not sure if it's everywhere. If it just started in Tubingen, as far as I know, is uh, every, everybody goes into town to the Markplatz and has uh, has some glue vine or you know beers, meats for beers and stuff like that. So we typically go and meet a bunch of our friends that we haven't seen throughout the year, and and uh, like ten o'clock in the morning, let the kids run around, take a picture every year, which will be weird. We haven't done it in a couple of years because of COVID. So looking forward to that, and then just just dinner, which unfortunately I've been told the my in laws insisted on hosting hosting Christmas dinner this year. We've done it the last couple of years. They wanted to host and they want to go back to the traditional German Christmas dinner. Which is? Hot dogs and potato salad. Oh, delightful. No, no, it isn't. <laughs> uh, is it at least bratwurst or is it like good old North American wieners? It, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, well, it's the, it's the European wieners, the longer ones that are expensive there, but. Oh. They're not expensive here. They're just they're just wieners. Turns out turns out European wieners are just long wieners. That's it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. But anyways, uh, so yeah, we'll do that. I mean, when I when I first came here, like in two thousand seven, uh, my wife's dad said, you know, hey, that was the tradition. But what would you rather have for Christmas dinner? And I was like, well, you know, my wife's vegetarian, so is her mom. And I was like, we're not going to do a turkey, obviously, but. You know, if we're to have venison, I wouldn't wouldn't cry about it. And he said, "Interesting." So the guy in his village is the hunter. He 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 shoots the deers, uh, the deer in 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 the village. And uh, so we we for, the, for every year, pretty much since then, we've had venison for Christmas dinner. And for some reason, this year he wants to go traditional. Mm, mm, enjoy. I feel like he could have waited till we were in Canada for Christmas and then done it. Then. Yeah, yeah, that's t that's yeah. A tough break. Yeah. No relish either. That's the worst part. So sauerkraut. Uh, yeah, there'll be sour. I'm sure I'm bringing sauerkraut for sure. Sauerkraut. Okay, you're fine. You're sorted. Mustard sauerkraut. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be all right. It'll it'll work out just fine. So, anyways, that's it. That's what's gonna happen for Christmas. We're gonna do some uh, family stuff as well. Maybe do some ice skating, and get after it. But this, I mean, I want to say thanks, Adam. Thanks, thanks. Well, thanks for another full year, obviously, and. Uh, and uh, thanks for making this Christmas miracle happen. We weren't sure that this was going to happen in time for Christmas this year. We did it. We made it happen. No, no. So what's going to happen is this is going to air a couple days early to be ready for Christmas. I don't know what day. What day is Christmas? I think it's Sunday. That Sunday. So Christmas Eve is Saturday. So I'm going to drop this on, on the Saturday on Christmas Eve. This is our Monday show. We're not going to get up early on Christmas morning and do a Monday show, everybody. So this can this can be like everybody's Christmas crackling rosy just in case they uh, 
they're alone for Christmas and they're like, you know what I really need? I really oh. need the Christmas hosers. They get a little shot of Christmas hosers on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Makes everything Rackling better. Rosie, get on board. <laughs> you got the, I can't sing it without the music in the background. Yeah. The music would help. You're karaoke, you're crackling Rosie. I also kind of broke right into Cherry Cherry at the end part of it. Like I almost <laughs> went right into it. Yeah. I need to find the lyrics now, Adam. So, okay, all right, we'll just wait. Oh, we're gonna ride till there ain't no more to go. Now you. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Taking it slow. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Listen to the original. It's probably just as good. Yeah. Everyone, right. just go on uh, your music streaming service and listen to Cracklin' Rosie. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. All right, everybody. Hey, thanks for sitting through another Christmas episode uh, special. Thanks for sitting through another year. All the best to everybody, all the listeners out there, and the people you know, and the people you don't know. All the best to everyone, really, Adam. All the best. Happy holidays. Merry That's Christmas. That's my message. Whatever you're celebrating, have a good one. Yeah, you store-bought woman. <laughs>